All right. So you wanted to uh, – a lot of topics from you this week, Al. You had yeah, some ideas. First of all, you sound frustrated. Like, a lot of topics from you again. No, because a lot of times I uh, demand that we yeah. go a certain direction. No, you had... you had, uh, I, I All you gave me was this. For this episode, all you gave me was the Dalai Lama. You wouldn't tell me anything else. Yes. I felt like we were playing Password, and I had to come up with... Something about the Dalai Lama, big hitter. That's actually my um, my code for drugs. I'm like, is the Dalai Lama going to be there? All right, can we get two bags of Dalai Lama? <laughs> no, uh, this is uh, something actually, to put you at peace. Yeah, exactly. Something to put me in a meditative state. Uh, no, man, your boy. Can I call him the DL? Sure. All right, the DL, DL Lama <laughs> instead of DL Hughley. It's DL, DL Lama. I know it's Dalai Lama. That's Lama. how he goes on the street. Uh, but yet, your boy got himself some trouble. Please tell me you saw this. No, I don't know anything about it. Are you serious? No. Oh, man. The Dalai Lama got himself in trouble? Yes, Frank. This is perfect. This this story is the reason that we. I'm so glad because when you – I was I'm, – I'm just – I'm so happy you really don't know. So this is hitting fresh ears. The Dalai Lama um, – and this is, uh, this is an article in NBC News, but we actually covered this on my show, Daily Blast Live, Monday through Friday. Uh, check us out. Uh, but – we talked about the Dalai Lama who had to apologize because he's if he said if the next Dalai Lama is a woman, she needs to be attractive. Hundred well, percent correct uh, by the Lama. And and he doubled down on this because uh, I guess he said this in 2015. Uh, he said these exact same things, and um, so this is what he said. And uh, this uh, I'm actually going past the. Uh, past the apology and just reading what he said and it's i i don't know if well i'm just gonna read what you said and then you tell me what you think he says okay it says that uh the dalai lama he reaffirmed his belief that beauty matters as much as brains this is what he said if a female dalai lama comes she should be more attractive uh he told me while laughing um First of all, I agree with the Lama 100%. There we go. We're at Team DL. Uh, he told the BBC that inner beauty and outer beauty are important in Buddhist literature and stressed that he supported women's rights. Uh, he then goes into uh, the apology. <laughs> women's right to be beautiful? Yes, but basically he says that she, they need to do it. Uh, they need to be attractive. They need to have a full face of makeup because if they're ugly, people will not listen to what they say. So there you go. Dalai Lama stepping in it. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, it's wrong to – is there some truth to it? Yeah. Let's I get mean, into that. Is there – Is there? I, I mean, I think we've talked about this before. People do listen to beautiful people. They care what beautiful people have to say. Does it make it right? No. It's bad when the llama's saying it, though, right? It's not a good bad. look, but it doesn't make it less true, Frank, because let's say, and I'm not saying this, just I, I tread very lightly on talking about anybody's looks, especially people that are married, even if I don't know them. But I think about somebody like uh, Amal Clooney, very attractive woman, obviously very well accomplished, but if the Dalai Lama was a smoke show, that would garner some new interest. Yeah. And... If that interest comes from originally a superficial place, 
but then they listen to what the new Dalai Lama has to say and they take from that and enhance their life. Did the ends justify the means that they came to hearing those words? Right. If it's it's if it's the end game. It what if you're just like, dude, look at this smoking hot girl. You mean you go, the Dolly Mama? Yeah, the Dolly Mom. Yes. Look, at, first of all, you know that hashtag Dolly Mama. Uh, so like you're, you're looking at this hot Dolly Mama and then you're like, dude, look at this. And then what's this underneath? She says that you should take inner peace with you even in your most troubling times. Man, I'm about to go take a test. Maybe I should try and be peaceful. You know, if you just go in like as a guy or girl looking at somebody attractive and you take something from them, is it, it does that give more credence to what he would say? Rather than people being like, I don't know what that that old man's talking about. I ain't checking for that. I don't know what he's saying. I think there's plenty of people that disregard the Dalai Lama because he looks older and like the kids aren't going to pay attention right when you were a kid did you care what somebody who looked older said probably some of the best advice you could get would be from somebody who's lived it but a younger person i look at my son trying to listen to me i try to give him any kind of life experience he just looks at me like i don't understand the world i'm like there, a part of it he's right on but another part of it is i've been there dude and it might be different now but I've been through the failures. I've been through some of the successes. I've seen stuff. And it, each little thing that seems, each little battle that seems so important is nothing compared to the war. Yeah. But that's the, that's the worst part about getting older, Frank. It's not your joints wearing out. But we have to sit here and watch the younger generation make the same mistakes that we did. And it's torturous because they won't listen. You're like, just imagine if, God forbid, I'm not putting this in the universe. But I have three children. You have two children. At some point, statistically, one of those five human beings will date, excuse my language, an an effing a-hole. And we're going to have to sit there and watch it play out. Just a dirt bag that's lying to them, manipulating them using them, is taking it, advantage of them. Is it bad? Uh, I, I'm doing the interrupting thing. No, I want to hear. But is it bad that I worry more about that with my daughter than my son? No. But that's the natural. You shouldn't, right? But it's Look, like I worry about it, my daughter dating an a-hole, and I don't care if my, my son's – I dated a couple a-hole females. It's like I feel like it's worse when the guy is bad. It's Maybe my son's going to be the... No, oh, th- this is, first of all, I didn't want to say your daughter because I have a daughter too. And it's just, it's hard to even talk about that idea. But there is something in women. And I'm sorry if this comes off sexist. I Well, that's okay because you are sexist. I am, yes. And I, you know, I should stop spray painting that on people's garage doors. Um, there is something within a lot. And here's my resume. Um, 42, had quite a life. I taught middle school, so I was around for five years. So I was around 11 to 14-year-old girls for five years straight. Um, I've seen that stage of development. I've had many, many, many female friends that have talked to me about men that they've dated. Uh, I've talked to them about men that they've dated or are currently dating. And there is something about women where – 
it's so scary because it seems like no matter it doesn't matter what kind of home you come from, socioeconomic, one parent, two parent, sometimes girls latch on to fucking losers. I'm sorry. Just I I'm sometimes a girl will be able, I want you to meet my new boyfriend Frank and he'll show up hat backwards on his phone kind of not paying attention. I'm like, "Do you know your girl's a lawyer that speaks four languages?" I just don't there's a weird thing where women it seems and if I Well, it's well, some, it's not all. Right, of course, of course. But I'm saying it does seem like I think the fear that you have about your daughter dating of a, a, a guy that's not worth anything or is bad for her. And the reason I have that same fear, even though we've never discussed that, is because there is something where it seems like sometimes incredible women will double down on losers. And I don't know what that is. Oh, I got married. There we go. Um, yeah. Am I, gener- I wonder I mean, if, of course, we're generalizing, but yeah, I that- wonder if it's a construct that we just don't aren't seeing and not seeing it from. But a why do we both come to that conclusion? As because we're guys. Because we are guys. Right. We don't see it from another. I mean, I'm trying to think of. I mean, it does seem like I talked to the middle school teachers. And it seems like the boys are usually the mess and the girls are a lot more together in terms of schoolwork mm-hmm. when they're younger. Um, they they get to be with, uh, you know, both boys and girls as the hormones are changing everything. They get to be with the, the girls get to be much more emotional. Right. The boys tend to be just lost. Yeah. Uh, that was a goofy the, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's where it happens is somewhere in that transition and those hormones the boys start to shoot off into crazyville in terms of being trouble and the girls it's a it's a more of an emotional thing i don't know i don't know enough about the and i don't know i i struggle with the difference between gender construct and uh you know physiological you know changes and paths i guess Mm -hmm. so i don't I don't know. I but I do. I it's hard not to make those generalizations because we see it over and over. And maybe we're shown that. Right. And again, well, great time to have an expert. Well, on what that. what do you think? Why are you not as concerned about your son? Because I'm a boy. I know where that's coming from. Right. Because I know I uh, I know I could get over. It. Although I see him struggling. He's like he doesn't like stress. Mm. Like stress. What is what? Is, yeah. Other than grades, what in your life is actually stress? Right. I'll show you stress. Let me show you this credit card bill. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you what stress is. Yeah. Because or just behind the curtain, getting ready to go on the Tonight Show. Uh, I I see that as a positive stress. Not like I, I always believed I'd do pretty well in those situations. Yeah. I never thought it was going to be the end of something i thought if i do well it either goes away uh, momentum can go away or this could be really big it was never like i'm going to destroy every- right. although when i've been brought into political situations i have worried that there would be uh ramifications with that i've had that happen a you couple could dalai times. lama yourself yeah i mean you keep talking long enough you're going to say something that you did not mean to say or that you did mean to say that was ill-informed Sometimes it'll be harmless, but sometimes it won't be. 
You know, I talk for three hours on live TV every day. I've said some things that were just flat. I want one time, I don't know how we were talking about it. I honestly, and I was so sure about this, I said that Outback had discontinued the Blooming Onion because it was too caloric and they couldn't sell it. And then, of course, every viewer just started sending me screenshots of it on the menu. Yes, as of yesterday. But were you joking when you said that? No. You, you believed it? I thought they did. I thought, like, just the way they took away, like, the ability to supersize things, I thought the government was just like, there's just too Wait, much. <laughs> the government showed up. And took the blooming onion off the map. That's what I thought. That's what I said to the country. You think if you th- keep talking, you're going to say something dumb. Yeah, that's idiotic. Uh, that's of all the. All it's a lot of freaking calories. It's like three thousand calories. It's something crazy. Yeah, but that's the. I mean, so what? Fatten it up. Let's. And then we run. We win the race. There. Well, uh, uh, you know what's interesting, and I don't want to get on the sidetrack, but. Uh, we are talking about calories, and I took when my son graduated fifth grade or whatever you say, transitioned. I don't know. It sounds like he died. Um, but you Transition know, sounds like a, a, a bigger gender thing. Yeah, it does. It's, it was a big day for him. Uh, but no, we went to- He G- went to sixth grade and became a woman. Yes. It's a very busy summer this year. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know, we took him to Cheesecake Factory, and they have all the calorie counts on everything at the Cheesecake Factory. And three of the people that I was with, said, I wish they didn't do that. Because a slice of cheesecake, and I took a picture on my phone, one of the slices of cheesecake was 1,560 calories. One slice. You're supposed to have 2,000 for the day. So if you get that pasta dish that's got 1,600, I mean, you're really, you're having enough calories for two days worth of food. Cheat day. Cheat week. Cheat. Well, you're not going to be cheating much after that because nobody's going <laughs> to find you that... Uh attractive when you're pizza the hunt do you want to know do you want to know do you want to know how many calories are in that that movie popcorn when they drip that butter you love over there do you want to know yeah i do because i'm always counting the calories Mm -hmm. so i get the popcorn without the butter i do that but i would like to know what the calorie counts are on things um do i believe now should it be a state law and it is state law in some places there are laws for some of these I don't know if it has to be on the menu. I like that it's accessible. Mm-hmm. I like that you can get it. Putting it on the menu, I don't think should be mandatory. Well, somebody somebody I was sitting with said they should have two different menus, one that has it and one that doesn't. Right, or that it's just available on the website because everybody can get online anyways. Yeah, but no one. Um, but I, I like it to be able to see what something is because it does, it does change my decision. In, the, in this capitalistic society we live in, which I like, although I like ethics in the capitalism, um, I mean, did the people that you are with not get stuff because of the calories then? I don't know if they – yeah. I think somebody was about to Or were you to get, in a food coma and you couldn't tell? No, somebody was about to get a slice of the Oreo cookie cheesecake after their meal – and they saw it was, it's literally like 1,800 calories for one slice. And they were like, I, I can't. I cannot. So, yeah, I think that they would have gotten it had they not seen the calories. And you know for damn sure that the Cheesecake Factory is aware of this because I'm sure they're, they're, it, it's, sold, it's dropped in sales. This isn't like the time you said the Bloomin' Onion was taken off the menu, right? This is real. This, this is real. Wow. I, can, I confide in you. What, you, you're taking on the podcast. I get to use it. It's yes. not like it's a secret. No, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to hurt 
That's why big time. Businesses I mean, if didn't you're, like if you, most of the time you get dessert, you're on the fence, right? You don't walk in a place and slam your foot on the ground saying, "I'm getting dessert." You're always like, "Eh, eh." For a while, I, I that wasn't on any fence. I don't know. While I was on a slip and slide, yeah. <laughs> I was into the neighbor's yard. Um, yes, I'm. I, I don't like that comment of they should have two separate menus and that means you want to do something that's not good for you in the first place. You have every right to do that. Right? Don't you think? I think you have every right to yeah. do to your own body. Um I'm not getting into don't read into that on anything. Um, we're not we're not talking uh, women's. No, I'm issues. talking about like but bars. I, but I mean, even in terms of, yeah, if you are if you want to eat and become so big that you can't move, I think it's a very bad choice. Um, personally, I've been on my way there, but it's you. You have your, you have every right to do it. Now, some people would say, "Well, then you're going to end up on our health care system because you can't walk, work, right. you know, can't move." Um, but in terms of the separate menus, I, I don't have a problem with the separate menus. I like the calories being available because then you always, at least, you have a note. Now, remember. Calories don't always give you a 100% look on something. There's good calories and bad calories, too. Right. So something could be 1,000 calories and be protein and lean. Right. That would have to be a lot of food to be that, I believe. That's different than 1,000 calories of chocolate. Right. But I will say this. Not only are there calories next to the desserts, there's calories next to the salads. And a salad, I know it seems like we're attacking the Cheesecake Factory, but there, most of the salads there were into the thousands as well. Well, a lot because of salads. Because you throw ranch and all that crap on there, I mean, you might as well get a bacon cheeseburger. California Pizza Kitchen, you ever look at their salads and stuff like that? It's, it's crazy. It's a 1,500-calorie salad. Now, it's a big salad. It's a, The portions at Cheesecake Factory overall are huge. They're F-U well. portions. Yeah. They're, they're like feed a village right. uh, in a third world country. What do you think is up with that business model? Do you think people complain if they – because you could half those portion sizes and no one would notice. But do you think people would be like well, – I think people would notice because they know now. Because they want to take it home? Uh, I think there's a, a part of that. Uh, I get the skinny delicious salad there and take out the apple. So there's like eight, 800 to 600, 600 to 800 calories, and that's not a bad. That is the most boring order I've ever heard. From hey, it's a tasty order. That's like I would, I feel like you, I should, I would crash my car what did, going to sleep. It was so boring. What did you get at Cheesecake Factory? I got the bow tie pasta. Mm, that's 1,500 calories. Yeah, I looked. It's like 13 something. Yeah. Because they have only the one menu. Well, it's they, it, yeah, and then they got that. It's like some kind of Cajun sauce in it. It's really good, but you just know it's like everybody's like it tastes so good. It's like it's dunked in butter. But are you going? Everything's in butter. That's are why you, it's good. Are you going to? My wife keeps doing this to me. Michelle keeps doing it. Where I'll eat well most of the day, count my calories. I'll be at fifteen hundred calories at three o'clock in the afternoon, and she'll want to go out to dinner. And then it'll be an Italian restaurant. Oh. And by the end of the day, I'm at 3,200 calories when I was at 1,400 at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I, and yeah. the, I, I more than, I almost triple where I was at at 3 o'clock in the afternoon because you look, you get there, and you're like, I, that happens to me on the road. I'm like, ah, oh, the steakhouse is right <laughs> next door. It's attached to the hotel. 
This yeah. is, am I ever uh. going to be able to eat here again? Yeah, next week when I'm in a – like we think – I like the calories on there. Do I like it as a law? I don't like it as a law on the menu. I like it as an idea. You know, I, I try to be – I, do I love it as a law? Ah, I don't know. I'm kind of wishy-washy because I try to be out of that. But in terms of having it available, I like that when it's available. I will go to. I will eat at places. This is this is the market working. Mm-hmm. I will eat at places. I will choose places that have the calories available for me, right. as opposed to the ones that don't. I'll take make the choice to go to the calorie uh, listed restaurants when I can, right? Because okay. that helps me know what I'm gonna. Well- Eat. I'll tell you this, and this is turning into a health podcast, but I, I will just say that this is just as as what I would say. I have the knowledge in terms of f- healthy food as like the average person. I wouldn't say you know I have friends that are trainers, but that's as far as it goes. Um, but I did a ten day challenge with my show to see who could lose the most weight. Daily Blast Live, watch it. Daily Blast Live, DBL, and uh, I came in third. But what I did do, which uh, I think changed in third out of four. So, yeah. Um, what did change for me is um, our trainer told me to download the Lose It app. This is not an ad for the Lose It app. There are many apps like this. This is just happens to be mine. Um, but the Lose It app, you put everything that you eat into it and gives you the calorie I use I yeah. use the Lose It app. And, bro, I put in um, – because I cook uh, – I, I just cooked and I thought it was healthy. I cooked – Four uh, turkey thighs, uh, not turkey, four chicken thighs, baked them. It was like 600 calories. It was like six or seven hundred calories. It was so, it was like half what I was supposed to have for the day. And I realized a lot, for a lot of my life, the stuff that I thought was healthy, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some chicken with this and this. And, you know, I still didn't realize that even like my chicken, there's not as much protein in it as there would be like ground turkey or lamb or something. And it's still a ton of calories, which was why I couldn't lose weight for the longest time. So I will say this, for people like me, and I think I can speak for most people because I don't know, and I don't, what do I know? I feel like the calories did help me. I feel like me actually seeing like, now when I, when I go eat stuff, I'm like, yeah, two handfuls of jelly beans is this. But you always go, I'm not eating the whole box. Yeah, but the, the serving size is two handfuls. So, like, is it worth it for you, Frank, or whoever's listening, for you to spend 400, 500 calories on two handfuls of Hershey Kisses? And at yes. least I know now. Yes. And if the answer is yes, then get in there. Yeah, I like to. I just like to know and count. And even I, I will count the calories throughout the day, and some of them will be bad calories, but at least I knew what they were, so I can go back and take a look. Um, and if I am not, you know, maintaining or losing weight, I can at least take a look and see what I ate and why. Just the knowledge of knowing why, yeah, is that helps me a ton personally. I think I do that. I do that a lot. Where if you put stuff in front of you and you recognize it and you 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 have it physically to see, you'll change your patterns mm-hmm. because you'll be in those patterns um, and if you can't physically see them it's like writing you know su- successful things and putting them on your locker if you're an athlete and believing 
seeing is believing and you look at it and you you go back and look at your days like a few a few days ago i thought you know i've been i've been keeping it cuz I, I exercise I exercise quite a bit 20 i'll eat 2500 to 2700 calories but i'll exercise 7 to 800 calories in that yeah. day so i'm actually at a slight deficit for what i should be at um so but the visual gives me – but if I didn't write that down, I, uh, sometimes I'll see, oh, I, I had 3,200 calories that day. Yeah. And I thought I had 2,500. I can go back and go, oh, no, I didn't. I'm just misremembering it. Yeah. I'm like a politician yeah. with food. Oh, I misremembered that. Yeah. I, I misspelled. I was married at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I misate. Yeah. Um, so those visual representations are very helpful in terms of knowing what you're actually doing. It's like making a list and then following through for your day. If you don't write the list out, there's not really you're not sure what you're going to get out of it. Yeah. Uh, like I just realized that I was supposed to do some promos with Isaac for a live date. I didn't do them because I didn't write it down right now. Yep. So I'm going to have to meet up with Isaac again sure, who Isaac does our thrilled. PR stuff. So that was a bad move by me i even brought it up a little bit ago but it's it's that point that if you write it down if i'd have made the list before the podcast and before the promo session and for that i would have gotten to it mm-hmm. because i would have gone down the list that's the same with the foods and knowing what you've eaten it's better to just put it down in writing in front of you yeah all right well i think we got to the bottom of that we want to know and that just means like less cheesecake because i'll never forget just seeing that comma in front of that piece of cheesecake. I'm like, dude, that's, I could just get another steak. Remember this, comma leads to coma. There we go. There's one to grow on. Well, speaking of food, um, it's no secret that uh, 4th of July is uh, in, in, a re, in a review mirror, uh, but not too distant. Um, and Joey Chestnut uh, cleaned up uh, one again this year. Um Joey Chestnut, who is known as a competitive eater, the number one competitive eater in the world, I believe. Forever. Has been for a long time. Because before before that was Kobayashi. Remember him? Oh, yeah. The tiny Asian dude. There's a 30 for 30 on ESPN. I saw that. uh, It's called Too Big. Too Big. So I don't know. Uh, First of all, can you watch? I have a bunch of questions. Um, First off, if they're. If your life is on the line for this eating contest, you got to win. But you can pick any food. What food can Frank Caliendo eat more of than most human beings? <sighs> steak, maybe? Really? Yeah, yeah. I like steak. Oh, wow. Or a, a cake. I could eat a lot of cake. Yeah? A cake and ice cream and mash it up <laughs> you can and just, just shovel it into my head. Yeah. I could eat. I could eat a ton of cake. I don't know if I. I'd get sick. Hot dogs. I yeah, love a hot dog. The second hot dog, I can love that as well. But about the third, if I try three or four at a barbecue or something, I start to get tired of hot dogs. Yeah, I start to. There's a hot dog threshold. Yeah, I could. Cake. That's a. I've always wondered with those kind of competitions, like even like a wings competition, how do you determine what when a wing is clean because I clean my fucking bones. Excuse my language. I clean my bones. But some people take two bites off of the wing and throw it in the thing. So what is, 
It seems like a very ambiguous. I'm, I'm sure they have standards on those. And they, that's that you have to clean. In a wing eating contest, I'm sure they. But what about a pie eating contest? Do you have to eat the crust? Does yeah, it, you have to eat the crust. But I mean, does might it, even have to eat the tin. I'm like, yeah, is there, can there be nothing on the tin? Can there be 10 crumbs left? What about 50 crumbs? Like, I, I always think. Yeah, I'm sure that. I, but like, that, a hot dog's gone. It was there and it's not there anymore. Like, you don't have to count. I don't right. understand food. You dipped it in the water. Yeah, which is disgusting. Yeah. I can't, I can't look at them. Could you, have you done any contest judgment? No, I, I'm trying to go the opposite way. Yeah. And I'm just losing the fasting contest. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, and so uh, I, I, I got a chance to interview Mr. Chestnut, and he told me something. I asked him, what's the, uh, what's the grossest food you've ever had to eat? And he said he, he just wanted a free trip to Korea. So he went over there and did, did an eating contest, and he ate monkey brains. And, and he had, there was a contest? Or he, it was a contest. He had to eat it. And he said it was disgusting, and he said he won, but all he did was keep – he just made sure he was one ahead of the guy <laughs> – that was in second place. He was like, it was so gross. He would just eat one as soon as that guy did and then just sit there until he ate another one. Indiana Joey. Yeah. Because they eat the monkey brains in uh, oh, Indiana Jones. Indiana like Joey Chestnut. I got it. There's his nickname. I, uh, DM him. Yeah, I couldn't eat. I could. I just, no, I couldn't eat. I, thinking about that stuff, it's, there's no, I know. That's a rough one. I wouldn't even be involved. Um, so was there anything else to the Joey Chestnut thing that you were thinking about? Do you think it's a, it's an indictment on our, our society or just reflects American culture that not only do we have eating contests it's here. It's not just America, though. The Japanese have had that, and were it was bigger. From watching that 30 for 30, it was bigger there before here. Is and there I a think circuit, it's, though, like, the, like there is here? Like there's like minor league eating contests and you circus. move up? There we go. There's, there's a, but that, you know, some of the Asian cultures have these crazy, like the Japanese television is nuts. Weren't they killing people for a while? Yeah. Like they're having these, like, uh, try to survive. It's, it's just different. It's a different culture. But when you go over there, people use the phrase, you're halfway across the world. I feel like I'm halfway around the world. You're half, you're as far away from where you are right now as you could be. And it. Everything is different. Everything is different. I've never been uh, to Japan or anything like that. So, because of your intense resentment for that culture, it's a big part of it. Yeah, it happens. No, I can feel it come off you. I love all people. Um, I just, I'm scared to fly over water because I think it's gonna swallow me up. It's gonna come out like uh, Pacific Rim. Yeah, monsters. Are you really scared to fly? Uh, not flying, just over water, because those are the planes. Well, that's that kind of a problem, Frank. Those Most of the, the world is. The, I I don't go to different places. I'll make once in a every once in a while. If somebody pays me enough, I will. But uh, I'm planning for one final vacation with my family. One final vacation. That sounds well, very ominous. Well, that's it. That's uh, that's why because <laughs> I, I just don't think we're going to make. It. I those are the planes that seem to go down. The the ones over the water. That seems to be, the the bigger issue. Yeah, I mean, it's just the percentages I'm playing. You could just take a cyanide pill. If it starts going down, you just take that. Or an eating contest and monkey brains. I'm sure I'd. Now, as you you are a clean temple kind of guy, would you take a Xanax uh, for a flight like that, or you're just doing it old? Oh no, I just live it. I just go through it. Really? Yeah. I like that you don't. And this is a guy that I want to get on the podcast. Um, 
You don't mind being uncomfortable, and I talked. To- oh, I hate it, but I would. I just. I'm a, an addictive personality. If I started on something, I. I rarely, other than Advil, I don't take any kind of pill or anything like that because I couldn't stop. Wow. I just have a. I just know, and I've been an adult since I was six. Yeah. So I just knew don't don't start because you won't stop. Wow. That's uh, you're a grown man. It's like a potato chip. Commercial. I've actually been uh, when I was coming over here. Ironically, I was on a plane reading this article about people that take Xanax for overseas flights, and uh, Xanax, and then what's the one people use to go to sleep? They kind of sell it over the counter, but not really. Um, Ambien. Yes. Um, and what they're saying is. You're, if you look at the back of an ambient, you're supposed to take it and then go get in your bed, turn the lights off. But people are taking ambient. Uh, ambient's for eight hours. You're supposed yes. to do an eight-hour full session. In the sleep. bed with your light. And so a lot of people are doing it because they want to just sleep on, on a long flight. But the thing is the lights are kind of on. People are talking. So what's happening is these people are falling into a different state. That's not sleep, and they um, they uh, they've talked to stewardesses that say they Flight get, attendants. Excuse me. Yes. Wow. What year is this, Al? Uh, Pan Am. Apparently, you haven't seen the original Austin Power. <laughs> there we go. Well, they're saying like they're people that uh, their number one complaint on trans transatlantic flights. People wake up and grope grope the person next to them because they think they're their partner. Um, people have stood up and urinated on the person next to them because they thought they were in the bathroom. Uh, all I've these seen people sleep eat too. Yeah, like they walk around in a trance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Like people just take Joey Chestnut, I believe, sleep eats monkey brains. Oh God. There's no no, no. truth to that. I don't know, but we can like, still say it. That's like you with a blooming onion. Come see. Oh, I was making stuff. Blooming onion for the rest of. We got to do a blooming onion now on the podcast. Blooming onion. Eat one. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe ne- next time you're in town. Not not this time. Cause I Michelle, feel like you have I, to be there. If Michelle to were here to hear that, she'd be like, let's do it. Yeah. And she'd eat one tiny little bit and watch us get sick. Yeah. That's fatter. It's just batter. But batter make you fatter. Yeah. Hey. Hello. All right. So what was this? Uh, I got to I gotta get this out. Too much food. Yes. So what was this new Instagram thing? You had a new Instagram thought of life? I did. I've been redoing... My Instagram, I've been trying to not scroll as much, but I wanted to curate what I'm scrolling. And I realized, like, when you first get Instagram, you add your friends. Then after you get bored with your friends, you add hot people. And you just look at butts for, like, a year. And <laughs> I, I'm I'm very open I was tempted it. to do that, and I stopped immediately. I was like, this is just brutal. Yeah, you just, it's embarrassing. And just like, what are you doing? And I just got tired of just, like, First of all, I just got tired of pretty people. Before you go on, how much Instagram do you think is just butt gazing? What percentage? 65%. 65% is butt gazing? The rest is birthdays, travel, food, and then, yeah, and then other. You know, some people that are actually showing you how to fix a ceiling fan or something, some kind of site like that. But for the most part, I I think it's just... But I think it's just butts, boobs and butts and abs. Yeah, that I mean, that is the Instagram has changed the world for the the cute five foot six girl where she was just cute. But like, you can't model. You can five eleven, six feet. It opened up the world of modeling for short women. 
and very attractive women, but just women that would never otherwise be able to have a following because they wouldn't they wouldn't be Cindy Crawford, the six foot brunette bombshell. They they were just like, oh, the really pretty girl from your high school. Now you look and she's got a hundred and sixty thousand. There's a girl who I'll show you. I'm not going to say her name. Um, uh, on Instagram who went to a show, me and my buddy did a show. She came to the show. She had freak of nature, natural large breasts, like freakish to fetish size. Like Brad Williams is on each side of her. Yeah, yeah l- literally. Literally, literally our buddy Brad Williams, yes. Um, I just want to get a Brad Williams reference in. Um, it's too much. It's it. You remember that chick that used to run out on the baseball field in the eighties? She had those huge breasts in the set and yeah. kissed the pitcher. They were kind of like, and then the police would like walk her off the mound. You know, it's like they're so big that they're not attractive. Um, so you know, we took some. What's her name? The Kissing Bandit. Right? <laughs> yeah, I think that was her name, the Kissing Bandit. And um, so we took pictures with this girl, followed her on the internet, I mean, on Instagram. You know, this was three years ago. She shows up in my feed. And let me see how many followers I should have had this prepped. Morgana. Morgana. Well, uh, what size was she? Uh, uh, I would say uh, <laughs> I would say full diamond. <laughs> whole stadium. Okay. This was, and I'll show you, this was a, just a regular girl that came to our uh, came to our show, took pictures three years ago. She has 179,000 followers now. Just because people staring at her boobs. A hundred and, yeah, just people staring at her boobs. She doesn't have anything inspirational here. No, that's inspirational. Does, yeah, I guess, yeah. Oh, sweet mother of Mary. That's a lot. That's a lot going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so at this point, I think with maybe like another 20000 she can go to an advertiser and say, hey, you guys make bras, blushes, lipstick, beer, wine spritzers. She's a, an, in, an influencer. Right. M- more than you and I are. Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. I wish I'd have known how important Instagram was a while ago because I've just started to figure out how to build it. If I'd have, right. I'd have realized that uh, I could have got on there with my boobs, I, yeah. I had no idea. The Shouldn't have lost weight, Frank. Kept those boobs. Yeah. I, uh, but, I, yeah, I, it's, it's a weird thing. I was actually thinking about this the other day, the element of just body parts. People, if you have an oversized body part. You now are set for the rest of your life, set money wise, because you can just put it out there. I mean, you could you could do porn with uh, the right members, uh, the, no the right intended. pieces. Yeah. Um, but yeah, something. If you have something odd or interesting or oversized on you, you just can't. People will look. I would say it doesn't. You don't even have to do porn anymore, Frank. Well, yeah, I mean, porn, that, yeah. certain parts, certain things. I, I'm just saying. Like uh, for guys, but other abs, anything that's mm-hmm. desired, big yeah. boobs, yeah. Uh, big muscles, that can all that can lead. I mean, you see, people have fifty thousand Instagram followers just because they, you, you know, they do the arm uh, flex, right? Yeah, the bicep flex. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, 
And just you saying do porn is like, because that's what you used to do. Oh, I got big boobs. I'm going to porn. I'm going to take triple X photos. Now, and I think that same girl that would have done that in the 80s, 90s, 70s, even early aughts, now that girl goes, puts on a Lululemon tank top, some yoga pants, and she exercises. Because what are you doing when you're exercising? Oh, just doing some toe touches here, fellas. <laughs> oh, is a, oh, is this sticking out as I do lunges? Why am I looking at you doing? I know how the leg press works. Like, what are we? What am I looking at here? You all know, yeah, but now it's the unspoken thing where, like, you don't lose your advertising game because you're in the world of porn, which would eliminate a lot of advertisers. You now then add fitness people. And you allow Half- dirtbag dudes to stare at you and pretend I'm. I care about my obliques. <laughs> Over half of fitness people has got nothing to do with fitness, right? Oh, like ninety percent. Yeah, eighty ninety percent yes. of fitness is just people staring at the girl doing squats, or and they she's do, actually holding yeah. a coffee with exactly her butt. Yes, we're gonna. And it's always like today we're gonna do. The shoulder press. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah, I didn't even notice your shoulders. Yeah, exactly. How does that work? We, uh, I, I press up with my shoulders. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and and you can just do this forever. And the the weird confluence of yoga pants, Instagram, and <laughs> f- hashtags has made girls with butts, girls with thighs, girls with abs, girls with boobs, and guys with all those things minus the boobs a lot of money and god bless them if i had it i'd be there too i'll tell you what i look at instagram uh for women with big brains yeah they're out there smart ladies yeah is that what you call it it's what we're calling it for now all right uh speaking of instagram you can follow us on at alan frank on instagram at al jackson ig at Frank Caliendo. Yeah, can, follow us. We need to catch Mrs. 179,000 over here. Yeah. That stings a little bit, doesn't it? Email al at alanfrank.com, frank at alanfrank.com, or go to the Reddit. Uh, what do you call A Reddit edit? A Reddit? Reddit thread? A Reddit thread? Thread? Uh, r slash try to be serious. And let us know what you're thinking. If you got any topics for us to talk about, we'll get into it. And that is... Uh, that's about it for this week, and we're uh, we will always love you. I don't know. <laughs> Trying to figure out a way to end the show. I think we're going with that. I'm not going to step on that Picasso. <laughs>